0: Welcome people back to Tune the Possible with Rashawn and my wonderful co-host
1: Miss Melanie. Hey guys, what's going on? It is halfway through May and it has not stopped raining. <laughs> Here in Boston, I feel like it's rained every day since April started. How's the weather in uh, where you are?
0: It's been raining just like you. But it's kind of clear this week, hopefully. I got a four-day weekend, so I'm kind of happy, and I hope it's dry.
1: I hear that. Yeah, I also have a have a uh a four-day weekend. We can we can talk about that later in the show. Right now, let's shuffle the deck and talk about the hot topics for today. I'm um, actually gonna start it off on a somber note. Um, so we got our three celebrity deaths this weekend. Um, Or rather, over the course of this week. um, We lost Doris Day, Tim Conway, and I just saw that Ashley Massaro died.
0: Yes. uh, I only know Ashley Massaro and Tim Conway. I did not know Doris Day.
1: Yeah, so I've loved Doris Day for a long time because she made a lot of movies um, in the 50s and 60s. Um, and they were that like wholesome, like all those people who were trying to make America great again, like they definitely felt like they were living the Doris Digg type life. Um, but I, what I liked about her is she always played these strong single women who had careers. And I really appreciated that about her. Um, and then sometimes, um, later on in her career, she played like a married woman, but she was always smart and spunky Um, and even though they had her playing roles of women who were like 20 years younger than her actual age, um, I don't, I've always thought she did a good job and I really enjoyed her. And I always felt of myself as a combination, like if you could combine Marilyn Monroe and Doris Day, that would explain my personality. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I'm really sad to hear that she's gone. Um, one of the first, one of my favorite movies is Pillow Talk. And that's her with um, Rock Hudson. And it's like a very cute movie. I definitely encourage anyone to watch it. It's really funny. Got some good music in it. Um, she usually sings in a lot of her films, or she has been known to sing in a lot of her films or be on the soundtrack for them. Um, so yeah, so that was just, to me, that was one of the big, big ones. Tim Conway also, like he's done so many funny shows and he's a really good sideman in a lot of shows. So that was that was someone that I um, recognized Um, and do we know how Ashley died? We don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, she retired a few years ago. Um, she was one of those up and coming wrestlers back in the day, around like 2004, 2005. She went through like, um, the reality show Toughen Up that WWE hosts. And she was a winner. She was a good wrestler, but she retired early, very early which was kind of surprising to a lot of people because she kind of had a career that could have been up there with a lot of famous, um, noteworthy female wrestlers back in the day. And um, I've always liked her. She was always fun, perky person to see on te- television back when she did wrestle. Mm-hmm. And she did do a lot of the um, convention circuits, but currently right now they do not know cause of death or anything that 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 um they're revealing right now
1: that's crazy yeah so I mean I said it like that because you know whenever a celebrity dies they're always like celebrities die in threes and it's I mean sometimes it's it's more than that or less than that but it seems to be the case like whenever there's a big news story about someone died you keep hearing other people and it's always you know three so may they rest in peace um But, you know, one thing that's not bringing me peace is all this nonsense about about these abortion bills that are getting passed. Because, not to say I don't know where it's coming from, because obviously it's been building over the whole current administration's stance, but it's crazy right now. Like, are we headed to Handmaid's Tale? What's going on?
0: We might be. We really might be. Because this is just too much. And... All I want to say is like, if you listen to our show, please vote. when it's time to vote. Your vote matters.
1: It a hundred percent matters, and I know right now, like the Democratic party is has like twenty billion people running in it. like we just heard that um the mayor of New York is now throwing his his hat in the ring, and I'm just like i don't I need the Democrats to get there their house in order (laughs) because I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I feel like it's going to be the longest election cycle ever and like whittling it down to like, who's going to win in the primaries is going to be so difficult. But like, like Rashawn said, you really, like you said, (laughs) you really need everyone to go out and vote in all of the elections. Don't just wait until the choice is made for the democratic nominee, or a Republican nominee, like, you can, there, um, there might be more level-headed Republicans who get put on the docket to to counter 45, I don't know, but I, I'm pretty sure he's probably going to get their nomination as a re-election, but I hope not, I mean, I just, I don't know, they don't have a lot of recourse there, you know?
0: Yeah, um, the way they're backing him, backing him with everything, I don't think they even have a
1: a viable other candidate
0: nope not at all not once because i'm like he's the president if they wanted to back out and back someone else they would have did it months ago maybe a year ago or at least you can
1: hear rumblings of like someone else in the party that people were like behind but you don't even hear anything like i just don't understand i mean i don't part i don't like list myself as a democrat or a liberal i'm a hundred percent a moderate and independent like i'm definitely in the middle but you got to go with what feels right, what, you know, doesn't hurt other people. And I just don't understand how right now the tenets of the GOP are ringing true. Like, I feel like they're not really even following what they say is their stances. They're just going along with this current leader's horrible thoughts. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. It's a lot. Um so, I, yeah, it's a lot. I don't know. We probably need, like, a Daenerys-type situation and come to, come around and burn it all down and start over.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just hoping for that Simpson prediction to come true. The which, other one. Which one? Uh, not the Game of Thrones ending of Episode 5 of Season 8 because they predicted that, like, two years ago.
1: They did in Brand's vision, right?
0: No, they literally predicted um, the dragon um, burning oh, did down- Oh, you
1: do the, the Simpsons? St- Is that what you said?
0: Yep, they did it.
1: <laughs> so wait, did they have a season finale too?
0: No, no they predicted uh, when one of their Game of Thrones type episodes, they predicted yeah. a dragon burning down the whole entire city.
1: Oh, wow. They are, what are they like, 10 and 10 for predictions or something?
0: Uh, I'm convinced they're time travelers, and they just know everything. And
1: Seriously, that's crazy. Yep, that is crazy. Um, so one bit of news, TV wise, tonight is the tonight is Thursday. We're we recording on Thursday because you guys know that we record on different days of the week depending on how busy you are. <laughs> but um, tonight is the last episode of Big Bang Theory. Like they're ending the series.
0: I I enjoy that series so much. It's very funny to me.
1: I think it's hilarious. I just don't watch it really. like I I don't watch it that often. Like I see it in syndication. So obviously I've seen other episodes, but like I haven't been watching it in in uh real time. And is Sheldon married?
0: Yes, he's married. Yes, he's married to um. Amy Farrah Fowler.
1: Wow, that's a uh, blossom, right? Yep. I mean, well, whatever her name, real name is, but <laughs> she'll always be blossom to me. Um. Wow. Okay. So, like, I don't know. Like, where are the, Do you, so? You watch it? Like, what? Where are they in the series to just be like calling in an end? Like, uh, what is the uh, big?
0: I feel like it was more of, like, a Jim Parsons thing of, like, like, the show is nothing without him, apparently. But Isn't 12, he the one who
1: gets paid the most? He is.
0: But I'm, like, um, it might be a good time for, like, things to end. Like, he gets paid, him, um, Jonathan Glenecki, and the one who plays Penny which I really forget her name. I loved her when she was on 8 simple rules back in the day, but um they get they all get paid the same. They get paid the most.
1: Oh, okay. That's cool that they get paid the same. I wasn't sure about that. So, what happened to that show? Is that show Young Sheldon still on?
0: Yes, Young Sheldon will continue because Jim oh. Parsons just does the um narration.
1: Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I um I I mean, obviously like I said I, I check it out in syndication, but I don't um I don't know. I wonder I hope that fans are are going to be satisfied with the ending of that show, but let's get to the cut today's debate topic. Um fans I think sometimes ruin franchises and fandoms. Like it's I feel like it's difficult sometimes to just enjoy things because people's expectations have gotten so high. What do you think?
0: Yes, people's expectations for a lot of television shows because they feel like it's their show and it should go this way when it really doesn't. And it's mainly the showrunners, people who create the show, studio execs on decisions that need to be made, and it's their show. We're just there watching it. We enjoy it, we enjoy it. If we don't, we don't. But people kind of blowing a lot of things out of proportion.
1: So much out of proportion. Like the 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 um the petition that went up after the this first uh episode seven. Um, because everybody was it episode seven or episode eight of Star Wars? The petition that went up where they were like, it needs to be refilmed. And I'm just like what? That's crazy. And then um I I I ran across. Let me read this to you because it's wild. So for um, and I'm not even spoiler warning because um you should have seen Endgame by now. If you haven't, I don't really know what you're doing with your life. Um, but there was some douche. <laughs> um who created what he's calling Avengers Endgame Defeminized Fan Edit Anti Cheese Cut? And it's basically Endgame that this person has shortened, and they're calling it the Straight White Male Edition. And here are just some of the edits apparently they made to this torrent that's available for download somewhere. Um, So he goes, end game, but shorter, no feminism, no gay stuff, less boring filler, less sniffing its own farts, no constant quips and other small changes. Now, (laughs) I get having like certain issues with like the way directors or actors have taken movies, but like this is extreme. Like they're saying things like, Um, making you know, removing all the women, not having that scene where all the girls get together. Um, they're also taking out Black Panther. Um, and then, uh, like the psychology around it is just as if they think that there's a what's the word I'm looking for? Like, there's an agenda. In all of these movies, when I don't think there is, I think they're just trying to make them more accessible to everyone.
0: Yeah, they are making it accessible to everyone and everyone being inclusive. But people have their own narrative and they see it as, um, like, okay, this is what these were my toys. Now you're changing my toys. I want my toys back. And it's kind of the reason why you see like a lot of these guys who uh follow this stuff kind of lead towards the right and political parties and kind of go into the same thing of like joining the alt right because these are like their bread and butter. These are the fools to go down that stupid road of okay, um this character's gay in this movie, this character's a woman um. I remember getting into so many arguments over uh, Captain Marvel with people. I'm like, oh. and it was a few black people because they didn't um, ponder to look up the characters, actual origins and think it was, Oh, a black woman first as Captain Marvel. I'm like, oh. it's, it's just so much with fandom nowadays. It's just too much. I know about the cut for Avengers Endgame. I remember there was a cut for The Last Jedi. Yes,
1: yes, and, there was.
0: You know, and I remember there was another cut for um, The Force Awakens. I'm like, y'all just doing too much. It's very toxic and it kind of destroys the fandom. And is one reason I was worried about um, Star Wars this year with episode nine coming. And there's so much controversy over episode eight. And I was really like hesitant to be excited this year because there was so much um, toxic um, comments, everything towards the actress who played Rose in episode eight. And just to see when um, Star Wars Celebration happened and she was like, Welcomed by the fans again and everything with applause. It's something
1: that's, that, yeah,
0: that's it's just like it's a good thing sometimes and it's a bad thing with certain fandoms of like giant productions. I think
1: it's so toxic to, I mean, like it makes it not fun to like things because there are these people who are just like fun vampires and they just suck all the like fun out of things because they want to debate it to death or they want to nitpick it to death or they didn't like how certain things are done like the petition right now to redo all of season eight for game of thrones is ridiculous like first of all none of those actors are reshooting anything so sit down and second of all, this is just how it's written. Like, that's just what it is. You can dislike it if you like, but you could just stop watching too. Like if, it's, if you're not gleaning enjoyment from it, don't watch anymore. But you know you're gonna watch. Season, I mean, episode five was like the most uh, watched episode so far this season. So clearly everyone was tuned in to see how Cersei was gonna die. Sorry, spoilers. But yeah, you're not satisfied with how she died? Oh, well. <laughs> like, like like there are so many think pieces right now trying to explain it i think you can come to a a satisfied conclusion or not i mean that's up to you but like so many people are are spoiling the milk by being just bitter yeah and
0: it's really I'm. i'm just um let's see the petitions at what almost it's over half a million
1: that's ridiculous, like those people are dumb who first of all who were you shooting with who uh who are we reshooting shooting it with because those actors aren't coming back
0: they got and, paid they got paid a million dollars an episode they all good
1: right no, none of them are coming back, so would you gonna get new actors and who's gonna write it? Cause, uh j um j j. r. martin or not j j r martin george r. r martin <laughs> um he also helped. With the writing for this season, so what? What? Who are you going to get to write the stuff? Like, I feel like these people need to have a seat and wait for him to finish the books if he ever does that.
0: Yeah, and for like George R. 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 Martin, he gave them the outline of the beginning, the middle, the end of how they're going to get to the end with Danny and her story, but they're all. I I get the issue with a lot of people like. Okay, it's a pacing issue. Like they're kind of just rushing to the bullet points of this season. Like agreed, that that is like I will I will I will say that like that's hundred percent valid. They just wanted to get it in and out. But the only thing that you're gonna get different between the show and um the books will be more uh, more details of how Danny became this, even though they've showed it a lot during previous seasons, but they'll show it more in detail of like what made her really make that turn to become evil and just like, say burn it all to the ground. But you're still gonna get the same ending. Cause he said the ending of the show will be the ending in the book, gotcha. regardless, of, regardless of anything that happens.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I read this really great think piece that explained that there are two types of writers. There are plotters and there are um what was the other word? It's like planters. So basically, plotters are people who like write the whole like know what the ending is before they finish. And like so, like um, like JK Rowling, supposedly, although now she's adding all sorts of extra stuff that is ridiculous. But like people who like plan everything out beforehand and then they write the story around that and then other people who are character builders. So the issue with Jay, uh, I keep calling him, anyways, I keep confusing him with someone else in my head. Um, George is he built some really great characters, but like because he let the characters develop as he's writing, he ended up in different places with them and so had to add extra. So that's why there was so much filler in season five because you know they had to like add all this extra stuff to get the characters back to where they needed to be in order to finish the series. And since he hasn't finished the book, they didn't exactly know where that was. But my main issue is that why did they have to have 6 se- six episodes? Like they could have easily had 8. Is it because they didn't want to pay the actors? The the CGI was too expensive? Like what is the reasoning behind 6 Episodes, like I think that's ridiculous.
0: You can blame uh, Dan and Dave. You can one hundred percent blame them because they told HBO we only wanted thirteen episodes split between the last two seasons. And I think it's mainly because they want to get to Star Wars.
1: Oh, because they're starting, they're taking over the series after we finish the conclusion of, of with Episode Nine of this of the Skywalker story.
0: Yeah, and the only thing they're doing is writing. They haven't said anything about directing. And I'm kind of hoping that Ryan Johnson gets to direct those movies. I don't trust them as much as I would like to, but I like the way Ryan Johnson writes his movies and scripts. And him being there with them, and all three of them working together to get a cohesive trilogy started, would be amazing.
1: Yeah, I hear that. I think I they're doing us a disservice by rushing everything. I don't mind the storyline. I think everything falls in line with every with things that we've learned over the course of other seasons. Um, but it's just so rushed that if you're not if you haven't been paying attention or like deeply absorbing everything GOT, you know, until you came to this episode, you can I understand why people are disappointed. But at the same time, like, come on, guys. Um, so you bring up Star Wars. You know, every time I go to the movies, um, as we as uh, we make the first deal of the deck, um every time I go to the movies, I see the preview for Star Wars, and i I can't wait for that movie. <laughs> like I want to see it so bad. um, but I feel, and I said this before so many great movies have come out this year. Like, I think that, that they're doing an excellent job with all the movies that are coming out. Um, and so this past weekend, I saw Palms. So I had seen, like, the preview for Palms um, on Instagram. Um, that's where I see most of my previews if I don't see them in the theater, actually, is Instagram or on YouTube. And it's a, it's a movie about an older lady who moves into a retirement community, and starts a cheerleading club. Um, Pam Greer is in it, Um, um, uh, what's her name? Dana DeVito's ex-wife, what's her name? Oh my goodness, she was on Cheers. Anyway, she's in it. The movie is hilarious, absolutely hilarious. I'm really glad that I saw it. I saw it with a good friend of mine. Um, It's so good. So I hope that people see it. It's probably going to be Oscar bait, and that's fine because it was it was really well done. I also saw Detective Pikachu. So after our discussion last week, um, you, you got me more excited about it than I would have been because I was going to not see it, <laughs> but I saw it. Um, it was excellent. Have you seen it yet?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Okay. Well, we'll talk about it more when you do see it. But I think for someone who went in as as someone not as well versed with Pikachu and um, Pokemon, I was enraptured from beginning to end. It was just so good. The acting was great. The all the little um, Pokemon, like there were so many. So I've, I've watched like four different um, YouTube videos explaining all the different Pokemon that were in the movie. I want to get more of your feedback though as someone who's more invested in the franchise to see um, what you thought because I think it was excellent. And definitely anybody listening, let us know in the comments um, what you thought about Detective Pikachu if you have seen it. Um, What else? Oh, and the other movie I watched this weekend on Netflix was... Wine Country. So, Wine Country has like all these ex SNL women in it: Maya Rudolph, um, the lady from Thirty Rock, Tina Fey. Uh, gosh, I can't even remember all their names. But literally, all the great women from SNL are in this movie. It's about a girls' trip um, for some for one of their birthday. But it's it talks about all the dynamics within a friend, a group of friends. And how each person in the group plays a role, and like as you grow older, and those roles, you know, change or evolve, like how that affects the group as a whole. It's hilarious as well, because you know SNL girls. Um, but it was really good. So, what else have you been watching on the Netflix or Hulu or wherever you watch your uh, your television?
0: I've been watching um, two series on uh, Netflix. One is called Easy. Um, it debuted in 2016 on Netflix and it just premiered its third and final season on Netflix on uh, May 9th. And I have to say, I'm enjoying it so far. I've gotten through like a season and a half and I like their anthology breakdown of these people in Chicago. Um, all all the stories are dealing with relationships. Mm-hmm. So it's either boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, girlfriend, girlfriend, um, dealing with um, open marriages, um, relationship insecurities, pregnancies, and everything, and just going through their whole lives and an episode. And you kind of see within – other people's stories like oh how they're connected to each other or if they're not connected you'll see like oh they might know one person but that person might know them or it's all interweaving into the city of chicago but uh yeah and i've 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 enjoyed it so far um some of my favorite um people in there like zazzy beats uh dave franco um like uh Orlando Bloom have like popped up on the show, Aubrey Plaza. And I'm like, okay. And then you like you follow them, you follow other relationships, and it's been quite enjoyable. Um cool. yeah. Then there's um Dead to Me. Dead to Me is it was it's dark comedy, but it's also drama. Because it's, What is it about? It is about a woman, uh, Christina Applegate, and her dealing with the death of her husband, who died of hit and run. And she's going through the grieving process because she has two children.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she gets befriended by someone in one of her support groups. Okay. Little does she know, fine, that's all out, that the woman is also the person that hit her husband. No!
1: Yeah. yes oh no
0: yes and and it's it's very it's 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 like one of those series and am like how do you how do you do this to them like you're you're befriending them trying to help them through the grieving process but then you're also the cause of their grief
1: wow that's yeah. a, that's
0: a lot. Yeah, but it stars um James Marsden, Christina Applegate and uh Linda Cardellini. And it's it's very great. But uh right now it's I think it's 10 30 minute episodes and I've gotten through about 3 of them so far. It's a very enjoyable series.
1: Okay. All right, I might check that out. I um you know you're getting me to like bin stuff more, which you know I'm not exact, exactly excited about, but um I will trade a movie for a couple a couple Netflix shows. Um and since Game of Thrones is coming to an end and American gods is done, I need something else to fill in. So I'll, i might check that out. So there's some some movies coming out, huh?
0: Yeah, uh Yeah, what I think this weekend you have John Wick 3, which I've been hearing from all the critics. It's amazing. The highest rated one of the series so far. And they're already talking about doing a fourth one.
1: My goodness. Already? Yep. So, yeah, so John Wick is out today. Oh, stop. Aladdin.
0: That one comes out next week. I think yes, yeah, Aladdin
1: so. is coming next week. Why is this okay? All right, Aladdin is next week.
0: Oh did my god, now the, I'm gonna get, I to get
1: to Aladdin.
0: Did you see the new clip?
1: No, which new clip? Well, there's when did it come out?
0: Uh, I think like two, three days ago.
1: No, I did not. So I mean, uh, do I want to see? I guess I do.
0: It's, uh, it's, um, where they're, um, pr- um, introducing Prince Ali.
1: Oh, oh, walking down the, um. Walking
0: into the, walking into the city. You
1: know what? I, I probably saw it at the movie. Yes, I think I did. I think I did see that one in the theater when I went to go see, um, Pikachu. I think I did. But I don't remember, so I'll have to watch it again. <laughs>
0: I am, it, it gave me, it gave me Is like, that's perfect. I okay, like the way okay. so he you're singing. on
1: board. You're on board with the, uh, with the Will Smith.
0: Yeah. I was like, okay, he did, he did, he did it great. He did it great. Um, I'm like, because I'm like watching that clip. Then I went back to watch the original and I'm like the, like there's a few differences, but I'm like everything that was in the song and how the song is, it's all right there.
1: Oh, okay. I'm excited. That sounds awesome. Um, And then uh, we saw the trailer for the new Maleficent movie. Um, I don't know when that's coming out, but that trailer looked very interesting.
0: I think uh, October.
1: Yeah, so I'm... I mean, I don't know what story they're going to tell. Obviously, they're going to because you know they cleaned her story up and made it that she was not all evil although she's like my favorite villain in the Disney canon but it's okay if you give her some humanity i suppose i think that it's uh it's going to be quite interesting oh and you saw the new trailer for Spider-Man right where um Tom Holland is gives a spoiler warning beforehand saying you have to have seen Endgame to watch the trailer
0: oh uh, yes i did also uh, saw so, um a clip that might have actually been leaked online. Also I don't about
1: know. <laughs> what, uh, did the clip like like reveal something that we don't know already?
0: Uh, it is saying that the universe that Spider-Man is from, everyone in the MCU is the six one six universe, and the universe that Mysterio is from is uh eight thirty three. Oh and I'm kind of inclined to believe Mysterio only because I am an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan that returned last week on ABC. Um, It is quite possible he's telling the truth, and certain things that happen in Endgame could have been the results of... Well, Infinity War and Endgame could have been the results of Dimensions opening because of the snap and the Infinity Stones.
1: So that that adds a lot of context to where they're gonna go next with um with the MCU. I'm I'm totally intrigued. That is, I mean, I'm just, I look forward to seeing Spider Man and where they go and how that's gonna go because I'm not even sure if Mysterio is a villain or not.
0: Um, uh, do you ever watch um? Jimmy Kimmel,
1: um, occasionally.
0: Uh, they just had the cast on there for Spider Man Home, uh, Spider Man Far From Home, I think last week. Mhm. And then, um, they asked Tom about one of the one of his worst moments on set. Yeah. During, during a stunt, and it kind of reveals that Tom was not supposed to say a villain's name. Because we like all assume that the water monster is Hydro Man, but yeah. then but then Tom said it was Hydro Man, and then you have Jake Gyllenhaal trying to backtrack. Is like, I don't know what these elemental things are. So I'm like, but Tom just just out there just spoiling stuff now.
1: I mean that's his job. I mean that's all he does. That's like that's like his M O is to just tell all the stuffs. Um, yeah. and I, I that's crazy. So I mean I would say. Um, as we go into our, uh, uh, first bid, I was going to ask you, well, I was going to ask you who you think the best uh, Batman is, but I think I'm going to ask you, who do you think the best Spider-Man is? Tom Holland. Oh, this can't even be a debate, like, but why?
0: (laughs) Because he's the best of both, um, Peter and Spider-Man. If we if we if it came down to it, it's Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, for Spider-Man. If it comes down to Peter Parker, it's Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, Tobey Maguire, then Andrew Garfield.
1: I thought I think that Andrew Garfield was better at being Spider-Man.
0: Yeah.
1: Is that what you said? You you ranked him above to- uh, Toby.
0: Yeah, he's uh yeah uh it's Tom Holland number one Spider-Man. Then it goes to Andrew Garfield, number two, and Tobey Maguire is always going to be three for Spider-Man, no matter what. He's not that good of a Spider-Man, and Andrew
1: Garfield he does a better better Peter Parker than Spider-Man, but he's too old.
0: Yeah, Peter Parker-wise, he was great, and that's why I'm like, Peter Parker, Peter Parker, and Spider-Man together. Tom Holland's that person.
1: Yeah, so I say this as well, someone who's not a huge um, Spider-Man fan. I agree with you that um, I would pick Tom Holland anytime. So I used to watch, watch. I used to listen to. I'm so I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I used to read the Spider-Man comics, but the ones in the newspaper, like in the com in the funny section. I used mm-hmm. to read that, and then when the Tobey Maguire movies came out. That was not my Spider-Man. Like I didn't relate to him because I didn't read the comics. And I feel like if I read the comics, maybe I would have been more akin to him. But I didn't like how he was playing him so super emo, in my opinion. It just didn't fit with who Spider-Man was in my head. The Andrew Garfield movie, I almost went to see it. And then I was like, no, because I don't really like Peter Parker. Now, I say that now. I used to say I don't like Spider-Man. I can't say I don't like Spider-Man because I love me some Miles Morales. And Miles Morales... is (laughs) spider-man so i don't like peter parker like and then in into the spider-verse the version of peter parker that's in that one that's who that's why i don't like peter parker because he was just so annoying and rude and he thought he was funny with his little quips but he wasn't so what i enjoy about tom holland is that he has the right balance like obviously spider-man's always been sarcastic and he's always like been too talkative during fights or when he's grabbing the bag he just talks a lot um and i would love to see him and deadpool together that would be amazing can you imagine tom holland and ryan reynolds like that would be a good movie um but yeah i agree with you tom holland's probably my top spider-man if i had to pick a peter parker and i couldn't pick miles morales
0: you know what's another good balance of like peter parker spider-man is the um, game that came out for um PlayStation 4, uh, uh, Sony's Marvel Spider-Man. That is a perfect balance of a perfect Peter Parker and a Spider-Man. And it also introduced Miles. So, Peter at an age of, I think, 26, 27, training a teenage Miles Morales, 15, 16. So I kind of, I I kind of think like they could do something like that, and maybe another two Spider-Man movies, and he can train a Miles Morales only because Miles would probably be old enough now, since the snap put everything into the future, like five years.
1: Aha. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. So you can get, like, a cameo of Miles Morales in, like, the third Spider-Man film, whenever they shoot that. And then that lead into a Tom Holland who's older in college and a young black Latino child being, tra- being trained by a college or even a teacher assistant, Tom, uh, Tom Holland, Peter Parker, uh teaching him, and also having Donald Glover come back as a villain.
1: Oh, yeah. That could be a thing for real.
0: Yeah, especially now since he'll whatever he's done his third album, he'll be able, be back into acting mode. Gotta get the Oscar. Hmm. <laughs> But um, is there anything else coming out? Um, I think I saw like the projections for uh X Men Dark Phoenix and they were sad.
1: Wait, did it come out yet?
0: Uh, that comes out June seventh, and they're only looking to see it opening up to fifty million. Wow, that franchise is dead and gone. On,
1: um, it shouldn't be. Um,
0: don't don't worry. It'll get rebooted soon. You think so? Oh, uh, they already said they're rebooting it. Oh, uh, that Disney train. All the money.
1: All the money. Apparently. Hmm. Well, I think that that was a good either or. Good cut of the cards. Um, what as we uh as as we uh as we call books made, what do you have planned for your four day weekend?
0: I'm probably gonna go out with some friends tomorrow for happy hour.
1: Oh, happy hours are always fun,
0: yeah. Uh, get some food, get some drinks. Um, depending on how that goes you might go to Philly for a little while um, hit up some some bars and some clubs then try to end the night at a casino and if we can make an all nighter
1: so no sleep till morning yep I see
0: what about you Um, I
1: have a super busy weekend. I also have a four-day weekend. I took tomorrow off um, because uh, I have, um, it's my choir's anniversary this weekend. Shout out to Zion Community Baptist Church in Springfield, Massachusetts. Um, It is our choir anniversary. And so I have to do church stuff (laughs) and sing. There'll be so much singing this weekend. And then my uh, friends who I grew up with in the church She's getting married on Saturday, so I have another wedding I'm going to, and I'm just like coming off of, last weekend I was in Dallas, and I saw a friend's new baby, and I went to like the most, um, I don't even know how to explain it, the most unique wedding I've ever been to in my life, um, with my friend Kim, got married, uh, she does some of my cosplay costumes she her wedding was it was amazing but it was like the most unique like first of all everyone was in costume um so like cosplay basically her wedding dress she made it herself and it was amazing it was like the scoff princess thing it was so good uh but like the ceremony itself was like five minutes <laughs> and then it was just a party and i was like that's so cool um but it was definitely a unique experience and uh you got to love a wedding where everyone's having an amazing time, all the ages, from the kids all the way to the the great-grandparents and uh, even the dog. So it was great. Uh, but yeah, I have a wedding this weekend, choir anniversary, and uh, I'm just going to be traveling the next couple weekends, really. So I got to like get my stuff together to keep uh, all the adulting things I need to do in order. But yeah, that's... That's my books made for the weekend. Um, So, next week or Sunday is Game of Thrones last season, last episode. What do you think might happen as closing thoughts?
0: Arya kills her. He kills Danny. Arya kills Danny. I don't see John doing it. Uh huh. And I see Arya killing Danny, kind of like how Jamie killed her father. I mean how uh, Jamie so, killed uh, so
1: Arya becoming a Kingslayer? Yep. Arya becoming the Kingslayer. Okay. And John taking the throne. So I have told everyone who will listen to me rant that I don't like the narrative of the guy who doesn't want the throne is the one who's going to end up getting in the end cuz he deserves it because I don't like Jon Snow. I don't, like,
0: gonna, I don't think he's going to take it though.
1: So then I would like it to become a democracy like each kingdom take over, you know, rule their own stuff.
0: If if they were going to do that, they would have did that with Danny cuz that was kind of almost that could have been her plan, just like have Yara rule over the Island Islands, Sansa rule over the North, not being controlled by Danny and the Seven Kingdoms, and the Seven Kingdoms be a democracy. But since Danny went, let's burn everyone. I kind of think that John, John, and Arya, they're gonna have their conversation with Danny. Arya kills her. John's gonna take the throne for a second. Then he's gonna hand it over to either Gendry, who's the last Baratheon, or he's gonna give it to Sansa and have her control it. Hmm. And then because I don't know what's gonna happen to John because either he's gonna have to control that dragon or he gonna kill that dragon.
1: I hope he doesn't kill the dragon. I really want one of the dragons, I w- really want for one of the dragons to have weighed an egg. Because I don't want there to only be one dragon and then there's no more. I I want to see another dragon or a baby dragon or something so that that continues. I would love for Danny to have a baby. <laughs> that would make me so happy. Like if she was pregnant by John, like what are you going to do now? Um, and then I, obviously Arya's arc isn't finished but it could be like she has released revenge maybe she's not gonna make any more lists and maybe it won't be her that kills Daenerys maybe Daenerys you know does something to herself or you know dies in childbirth or something I don't
0: know Arya saw the carnage in the street firsthand by Daenerys she gonna kill her (laughs) <laughs> and I and unfortunately I'm going to have to smile because I am always team Arya since day 1.
1: I yeah, I I'm I'm a big fan of Arya ever since she put down that needle point and shot that arrow. That was my girl. Um but I just I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um but as I think it I think it will be a fun time. As always, sir. It was great. Chatting with you and dealing with deck of cards.
0: Mhm, it's been great with you also. Uh, we will and have a good discussion next week.
1: Yes, we will. We will have a good discussion next week, probably focused on the Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, and I believe we also have a uh, uh, someone to join us next week to talk about it.
0: Cool. Awesome.
1: All right. Well, I will talk to you next week, sir, and and those of you out there, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the week, and be good.
0: You, uh, you as well. Uh, leave uh like, comment, or subscribe to all our social medias. Uh, we do need some five-star reviews for those iTunes links, if y'all can. Movies up in the rankings. Uh, and Anything else? That's, it. That's out.
1: it. Leave us some likes. <laughs> Bye, y'all.